Hello and welcome to All Things Real Estate, atrepodcast.com. I'm Brad Roth and today I want to talk to you a little bit about you picked up your first buyer. Now what? I mean, remember what John Wooden always said, do not let what you cannot do interfere with what you can do. You picked up your first buyer. I mean, you should feel like a million bucks, right? <laughs> but what's next? You know, usually what I would do is I would take my buyer and I'd prepare them before I took them out. So I'd let them know that finding a home and putting an offer in and ending up in an escrow, that could be a very, very fast process, right? So before I even took them out, I would go over the purchase contract with them. I'd show them where their name went, show them how much the house was going to be and how much their financing is and what their down payment was. I go over everything with them so it's not foreign to them once they've found the house that they're looking at, right? When I first started, we used to be able to accept deposit checks. So a buyer would bring their checkbook and I used to say, remember to bring your checkbook. Instead, now I just remind people that it's a very fast process and that they should start getting in the buying frame of mind, right? Imagine themselves putting an offer in on a house. So when I would take them out, and I would let them know, hey, listen, you're gonna to need to wire your money into escrow. When, when, when I'm going over the purchase contract with them, I'd let them know that they would need to wire their money into escrow within three days of opening escrow. They would have to put their deposit in, or good faith deposit, or EMD, earnest money deposit. Those are all terms that you should know. Now that gives them the ability to open up escrow, and the sellers to take their home off the market and put it under pending or as active under contract while the buyers do their due diligence at their home inspections, their preliminary title reports, and they figure out what else is wrong with the house or what they want to do to the house. Ask them if they're planning on viewing any new construction homes. Remember, in most states, new construction will not pay an agent a commission unless they are with their buyers at the very first showing. Now remember that. Let your clients know, hey, I'd love to help you. If you're looking at any new homes, you need to take me with you. It's not going to do them any good to bring your card or tell them they're working with you. Most of these places are pretty, pretty strict about it. So make sure you are with them at least at the first appointment on buying a new home. All right, always let your buyers know that if they're driving around looking at open houses without you never sign in their name. And if they ever do sign in their name, make sure they put have agent and put your name next to it and make sure that you call them and you say to them, hey, I just wanna let you know I'm sending you know Brad Roth over to your house to look at homes. He's gonna come over, he really wanted to see your house. I wanted to register them with you and send an email or a text saying that. You don't want to get caught with procuring cause and procuring cause means that they brought the buyer, a ready, willing, and able buyer into their own open house. And depending on what state you're in, they could try to sue you for the commission. All right, try to meet your client at the first property. You want to get them in your car, first of all. That, that's really what you want to do. Or meet, meet at your office and then bring them in your car because you wanna to get to know them, you wanna be able to talk to them, you know, from house to house and see what they thought of each house. Now, in today's world, a lot of times they don't wanna do that, they wanna follow you. Um, but try to meet them at the first property if they won't meet at your office. See if they wanna go in your car and you can drive them back. If not, spend a little bit of time afterwards, take them to lunch, 
do something to get to know your clients if you can't drive them in the car. Because if you work it right, you're gonna gain their confidence and they're gonna open up to you and you're really gonna get to know your clients, which makes them feel more comfortable. If you really, really get them talking about their wants, their needs, and you listen to them, they will be more apt to use you because they're really gonna feel like you know what they're looking for. Always follow up on a buyer's response with a question. And I'll give you an example. If a buyer says, I want a four bedroom house, ask them, you want a four bedroom house? Is four bedrooms really the most important in your criteria? Is that what's important to you? Why is four bedrooms important? The more questions you ask, the more you're gonna learn about what's acceptable to your clients. When in doubt, use the summary probe, kind of like what I just told you. For example, if a buyer says, I really felt that that first house was the nicest, then your response should be, so you felt the first house is the nicest, right? They're gonna hear their question, but they're not gonna really realize you're asking them a question. They're gonna just feel like you are hearing them and you really understand them. Always remember, never put your commission before your buyer or your seller's needs. Your clients will smell the panic and smell the fear. And the most important thing for you should always be your client's needs. Make sure you give them a home buyer's guide that you've prepared. So home buyer's guide, you could usually get it from your title officer or your home warranty or your escrow officer sometimes has them. And they're a home buyer's guide that is a helpful tool which really explains the buying process to a potential buyer. And you can really tailor it to you. You could ask maybe your title rep or your escrow officer if they have one, right? Or a home buyer's protection company if they have one. And if they can send you a raw copy that you could end up editing your information into, and it's really gonna look very professional. Maybe they have a PDF file they can send you. Ask your clients if they'd like, you know, maybe a buyer's net sheet. That's gonna explain to them all their costs that are associated with buying a home. Explain to them that it's just a guesstimate and costs could fluctuate depending on closing dates. It really will answer a lot of questions for them and it'll also validate you as the super agent you are and you wanna be, right? So if you do not have an active buyer's net sheet, ask your title company, ask your rep from escrow, ask your attorney, depending on the states, right? A lot of states have attorneys at their closings. You know, many people thinking that when walking someone through every room and talking about every room in the house that they're doing a good job showing a home. But really, you're kind of just getting in the way. I mean, that's a really high pressure technique. It often ends up with a buyer and buyer's remorse. What I like to do is I like to open the door and I like to stand out while they walk in. And then I usually stay a few feet behind them. I never like to be in their focal point while they're looking at a house or a room. Um, I'll answer all their questions about that one room after they've left the room because I want to make sure that while they're in there, they're really soaking it up. Anytime you ever have to talk someone into buying a house, it's usually gonna end up with buyer's remorse. When they finally get home and you're not in their ear anymore, they're gonna end up freaked out and often cancel. So I just often ask a lot of questions in an effort to better know if they'd like to write an offer. Never be scared to ask that question. If they seem like they like a house, say, would you like to buy it? Can you imagine yourself living here? I mean, imagine with COVID-19 when everyone's stuck at home and they really can't leave the house or do anything. Maybe this is the kind of house that they'd like to be quarantined in. 
I mean, it's a pretty crazy thing, but who would have ever thought anyone would be stuck at home, right? Is this the kind of house you'd like to be quarantined in? They'll probably get a good laugh, but they'll actually think, well, yeah, I really would. Try and anticipate problems because the more you prepare your client for that escrow, the smoother the escrow is going to be. Remember, this is the most important purchase of their life and they're trusting you that you're gonna guide them through the pitfalls and keep them out of trouble. Remember to be honest and helpful. Your clients will smell your fear. In real estate, we work on commission, right? And at times, things can get rough. But never, ever, ever tell your client that this is the right house for them unless you truly think so. If you don't like the way the house looks, you don't have to tell your client that. As the proverb says, one man's trash is another man's treasure. I mean, just use your good judgment and don't sell your client on a home just because your rent or your mortgage is due and you're freaking out. Because I can just tell you that we all have been there, but when you're struggling and trying to dig yourself out of trouble, that's usually when a star is born. That's usually when you can pull greatness. Try to be the agent with ethics and morals. Remember, when you're selling a house, always give your clients good advice. Give them the advice you'd want someone to give you. Give them the advice you'd want someone to give your family member. You don't want to just sell them a house. You want to sell them every house. So be honest, be thoughtful, and be understanding. Thanks for listening. That concludes our show for today. I hope you enjoyed hearing about all things real estate. If you'd like to ask me a question or you'd like to hear about any specific topic, you can email me, brad at atrepodcast.com. Until next time, remember, have an attitude of gratitude.